0: The mission is simple, to help high achievers naturally eliminate emotional and physical obstacles so they can optimize their life for higher achievement. Welcome. You have just entered the Genesis Zone. Good day and welcome to the Genesis Zone show. This is Dr. Brian Brown. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Um, Do you go through most of your day on autopilot? I mean, how is this serving you? How is it serving your mind, your body? And today's episode will explore the impact that attentiveness has on your mind, on your body, and yes, even your DNA, and how all of that can set you up for the greatest positive health impact ever. Now, I have to be honest with you, when it comes to being attentive or shall we say intentional, I think there's no better example of this than if you're a dog owner, than the dogs that you have in your life. Uh, I mean, when they are eating, they are focusing on nothing other than eating. They're not focusing on chasing birds. They're not focusing on watching TV or checking their cell phone. (laughs) If they had cell phones, I mean, and some dogs have Instagram accounts, right? But um, they're not focused on any social media or anything. They're focused on what's right in front of them. They're focused on eating. I mean, my dog is a Corgi. He's a Welsh Cardigan Corgi, and his name is Mr. Brown. And Mr. Brown, when he eats, that's the only thing in his universe right then, is that food. And he even does such a great job with his eating that he cleans his dishes afterwards. He has this stainless steel bowl that has a rubber bottom so it won't push all over the floor. And um, he literally cleans that stainless steel bowl as if it had been through the dishwasher. I kid you not. Uh, That dog is absolutely amazing. But um, he is intentional. He is very attentive when it comes to these types of things. Now, How does that relate to today's show? Well, some of you may recall the children's educational show, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood on PBS. Now, whatever your perception of that show may be, Fred Rogers was probably one of the most attentive people to interact with. Now, I didn't know him personally, but just from reading uh, his biography, that's what I've come to understand. Uh, The buzzword of the day is you might say he was intentional. Uh, Ask anyone that interacted with him, uh, whether it was a casual acquaintance or a friend or a family member, then they will tell you that Fred Rogers was very intentional and attentive with every single human interaction he had. If the phone rang it did not exist. He stayed focused. He maintained eye contact with that person. He never checked his watch. He never checked his phone. He stayed focused on the person in front of him. He never wavered when it came to intentionality and attentively listening to others. It was something he eval- he valued above everything else. In fact, as corny as it may sound, uh, Fred Rogers was often quoted as saying, Listening is where love begins. Listening to ourselves first and then to our neighbors. Listen to that. Listen to yourselves first and then to your neighbors. So I must ask, do you honor yourself and others by first listening to yourself? If I'm being totally transparent with you, I've not been so great at this over the course of my life. For years, I've ignored myself. I spent decades of my life going through each day on autopilot. Heck, it's just easier to do it, isn't it? Uh, Go about everything without having to think about doing much of anything other than what you automatically do on a day-to-day basis. Now, sure, I... Tried to take care of patients. I tried to take care of clients and employees and family members, but I wasn't listening to or taking care of myself. And as a result, the negative impact it had on my physical and mental health was obvious. Not to mention that being present for others was a joke and an illusion. I came up with the idea of focusing on the impact of attentiveness and intentionality for today's show because, quite frankly, I found myself becoming frustrated. And when I took a deeper look, I was actually judging others around me. I know it's not a healthy behavior, but I'm just being honest with you. Uh, Let me share what I'm talking about, what got me to this point for today's show. You know, I go to the gym uh, five to six days a week around five or five thirty in the morning. Go really early because if I don't do it early, it's just not going to get done. So just make it a priority. And that's what I do. And I work with a personal trainer every day as I'm exercising. uh, And I've done this over the years and I've noticed it's gotten worse and worse and worse. I look around me and about 70 percent of the people in the gym who are also working out with personal trainers are holding their cell phones while they're exercising. They're just going through the motions of their exercise routine, and they're texting, they're shopping, (laughs) they're social media binging while they're doing planks and every other exercise that you can imagine. Now, I don't understand it uh, at all. I really don't. I find myself thinking things like, how can you focus on the form of the exercise and the muscle group that you're supposed to be working on for each exercise, much less focus on the needs of your body and your mind during this beautiful time of your day when you can totally disengage from the rat race. Then I'm quickly reminded, but Brian, you have blind spots in your life. You're not perfect either. Sometimes you're not intentional or attentive When you eat, because you eat on autopilot in front of the TV, it happens a lot when I'm tired. I just grab something to eat, go sit down in front of the TV and eat. And that's that mindless eating. There's no intentionality to it whatsoever. And then Brian, I have to remind myself, sometimes you don't listen to your family members because you're distracted by work stuff or leisure reading or something else. Now, famed psychologist Dr. Ernest Rossi, in his book, The Psychobiology of Gene Expression, after years of research in the area of genetics, was quoted as saying, Our subjective states of mind, consciously motivated behavior, and our perception of free will can modulate gene expression to optimize health. And Nobel Prize winning Alzheimer's researcher, Dr. Eric Kandel, has said regarding the future of advanced neuroscience treatments, social influences will be biologically incorporated in the altered expressions of specific genes in specific nerve cells of specific areas of the brain. Now, academically, neuroscientists and geneticists in their research have a keen understanding that our thoughts, our attention to, and our intentional focus on specific positive outcomes can and do positively alter our genes. But here's a word of caution. They also admit that the opposite is true. Our lack of attention and our lack of intentionality towards specific positive outcomes creates an environment where we become active victims to the negative impacts of poorly expressed genes. So what does this all boil down to? Well, you've heard the old saying, you are what you eat, right? In this case, You are what you think. You are what you attentively and intentionally focus on. But you are what you passively choose not to focus on, too. Now, here's my challenge for you if you dare to take it. I want you to pick one thing from your life, one thing from your routine, your day-to-day routine that you know you're mindlessly doing on autopilot. And I want you to become intentional and attentive about that one thing. Now, it might be relationships for you. It might be eating at the table without any distractions of cell phone or TV, just focusing on the person in front of you. Or if you're eating alone, it might just be focusing on yourself and kind of being with your own thoughts and focusing on the smell of the food, the the colors of the food, the, the how the food tastes. It might be turning off all electronic distractions when you're having a conversation with a loved one. It might be leaving your watch in the car. Or at home, the next time you go have coffee with a friend, it might be leaving your cell phone behind when you go to the gym or go for a walk. Do this for at least seven days. And then if you have, have feel like you're getting into this routine, go for another seven days. And if you feel like you can do it and, and you're brave enough to try it, go for another seven days. By the time you get to the end of the 21 days before you know it, it's going to be an automatic habit. And that's an automatic habit. That's a good habit to have a positive habit that is positively impacting your genes. And guess what? It's totally free. It doesn't cost you anything. Whatever it is you decide to focus on, write it down and let your people know what that is, have some accountability around you. And if you want an extra layer of accountability, And you really want to put it out there, share it in your comments below. Tell us the one thing that you're going to focus on that you're going to be more attentive and intentional about. Now, I work with people all the time who, quite frankly, they're just stuck. They deal with addiction issues. They deal with anger issues, depressive symptoms, anxiety symptoms. Trauma symptoms, ADHD symptoms, and autoimmune symptoms. And the common theme that I see among all of this, all of these conditions, all of these symptoms is that life happens around these people. Life happens to these people. And and it's happening around us, all of us. It's happened to all of us, in fact. It happens to them as if they're... Passive bystanders. It's not until they take the proverbial bull by the horns and declare enough is enough that things start to turn around in the right direction. Now, today's challenge will allow you to start taking the bull by the horns. And if you make that commitment to yourself, no one else but just yourself, I can promise you, you won't regret it. Things will begin to change. Over time, and here's what else I've found in a professional capacity, when we begin uh, honing in on the negative programming of our subconscious uh, mind while simultaneously addressing the genetic imbalances, the rapid acceleration of healing that occurs is pretty amazing. You see, there's this environment that goes on around us. There's an, an environment that is happening within us. And you may think, well, that's beyond our control. Yeah, maybe so. But can we control the perceptions, how we receive those, those stimuli from the external environment and the internal environment? Can we change our perceptions around that? In a recent episode, I talked about German New Medicine. And German New Medicine is the concept that emotion gets trapped in different cells and different organs and different organ systems within the body. And it creates sickness or disease. And that by unlocking that emotion, those energetic imbalances, those subconscious thinking patterns, we can actually start to move towards healing. Now in the grand scheme of things, when you look at everything that can lead to illness all the way down to the genetic level, which is the base level then dealing with issues up here in the subconscious mind is what we call an upstream issue, okay? And most clinicians who work in the psychology realm, they're dealing with upstream issues. They're trying to change those subconscious patterns so it helps bring about healing. But what I found personally is that when we can work on the upstream issues of subconscious reprogramming, and these are very rapid techniques, energetic techniques that change the subconscious mind and get it in alignment with the conscious mind so that we're um, in a in a whole state surrounding the concept of what's going on. When we can work on that upstream uh, um, issue of what's going on in the environment and how we perceive our environment, and then we can come in and work on the genetics in the very lowest downstream issue, the end result issue, which is what the upstream effects. when we can change those two things, then the rapid acceleration of benefits that we get is amazing. It's astronomical. I've seen this clinically over and over. What would usually take six to 18 months to see an improvement in a client, we're seeing in as little as 12 weeks. And the reason is, is because we're tackling both ends at the same time. I don't know of many other people clinically that are doing this, but it's something that I've been fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time and see these things individually and the power that they have. And just thinking to myself, what would happen if we combined them and simply combining these techniques so that we can bring about healing as rapidly as possible so that we can reset energy imbalances, whether it be in thinking patterns or in disease and illness and discomfort and symptoms within the body or the mind. Or at the genetic level, we can bring about those changes in the body very rapidly. If you want to explore more what this looks like, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Brian G. Brown. Uh, Just message me and I'll be glad to answer any questions that you have. Each person's case is unique to them for the most part. And sometimes it takes kind of teasing through what's going on. If you're curious about the genetic component, that downstream component that is the very foundation of who we are. I mean, we got half of our genes from our mom, half of our genes from our dad. We didn't have any control over it, but it's kind of the programming, the computer software that this body runs off of, but it can be modified. It can be changed. If you're curious about what that looks like and want to understand more about it, and you're kind of the self-starter, self-study type. Um, I've got a self-paced masterclass on that topic. It's called the Gene Hack Bootcamp. And you can go to drbriangbrowncom forward slash gene hack forward slash bootcamp to register for free. Um, Not sure how long it's going to be for free. I've said that several times here lately. Um, We're probably going to be changing it. It's going to be modifying a little bit. So in the new year, I'm looking at redoing the bootcamp um, and making it more of a masterclass um type modality and talk about both the upstream and the downstream and everything in the middle so that you get that whole complete picture of what's going on when you're kind of out of whack okay but uh stay tuned for that if you're curious about just the genetic component go ahead and get in on that that boot camp because right now it's for it's free and it won't cost you a single thing so that's all i've got for today um I appreciate your time. Uh, Tune in next Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time for our next In the Zone segment, where, again, I'll I'll be sharing the latest research and my insights about that research as it relates to um, your health, optimizing your health, optimizing your physical and emotional well-being, optimizing your wellness journey, optimizing your genetics optimizing your subconscious thinking Uh, most informed most trusted and most grateful you spent this time with us today until next time stay in the zone I'm Dr. Brian Brown